everyone. Welcome to Adoption Adventures. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> I'm doing everything I can to have faith that technology would not fail me this week. Um, today's on location recording is brought to you from Richard walking to the garage. Um, it's okay, I've got Shadow to keep me company. Um, she looks all all chilled, so life is good, right? Um, so, I, uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about our little dude um, and the adventures that we've been on over the years. And something that I was reflecting upon um, was we, we had some friends over for dinner over the weekend and they've got a two and a half year old who is absolutely adorable um but towards the end of the diet he was doing everything that he could to fight (laughs) the need to feel sleepy so he was working really really hard to stay awake so he was trying to engage with different things and play with different toys talk to me about things um he then kind of sort of gave in a little um, and just started watching one of his favourite movies on his phone but he decided that he would cuddle up to me and get get on my lap and just snuggle right into me whilst watching this movie and it was absolutely adorable and I was I was in my element um, Little dude came came downstairs. Um, he was getting ready to, to go to bed himself. And um, as he came down and saw us sort of cuddling up to each other and all snuggled up on the sofa, he was like, oh, have I been replaced? <laughs> and I was like, well, you won't cuddle me anymore. So someone's got to. And... We had a we had a giggle. We, it it was all meant in jest. Um, and then over the weekend, um, we saw some other friends with they've got a toddler, um, and my brother was interacting with them and just talking about how much fun it was to spend time with toddlers because they're they're just excited about absolutely everything. Um, parents say at that sort of stage that's when they're excited about everything but they also have zero understanding of what the dangers are in this world so so the parenting is basically just working really hard to keep them alive and stop them from throwing themselves into danger Um, and I was able to reflect upon our early days with, with little dude and think, you know, certainly when he first moved in, that was exactly what was going on. It was learning, learning each other's language, learning each other's ways and really thinking, right, well, what, what do you need? What, what can I offer? Um, and how can I... How can I keep you entertained and alive, basically? Um, and I remember 
it gave me just those two minute moments brought those early days back into my mind of just how exhausting it is in those early days because you don't know each other you don't know the language that each of you speak and you don't know what likes are dislikes what they see as a risk what they don't and all things like that so it's it's really <laughs> it brought it all screaming back to me about those early days um and then over the weekend, um, little dude went out for dinner with our friends, and um, he was he was going to be coming home late. And as time started ticking on a bit, we was like, look, instead of him getting on a train, which we would be fine with, we'll actually come and pick him up, um, just because it's just that much later now. Pubs are going to be turning out, and there's just no point in. In adding any risk um, and we drove to collect him uh, we drove probably about 35 40 minutes to collect him as we did you know he's oh, had a great time it's been brilliant blah 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 excellent then dad spoke to him and said oh look um, I've, I've seen I've had a notification come up um, from your banking to say that you've spent um, ten pound between ten and fifteen pound a week for the last five weeks on Apple Pay. Um, I said, you know, I, I I don't know what it is that you've you've been buying there, but that's a lot of money. And little dude was like, oh, you know, there's I I did this free trial forgot to cancel the subscription that's what they're charging i don't entirely believe that if i'm honest okay that's <laughs> you know from, from 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 me to you i believe that that was a, a quick cover story that you come up with instantly but it doesn't matter it it's irrelevant um but he said that he'd cancelled it now whatever it was that he was buying it's irrelevant. It's something on Apple Pay. He's paid for it. We've now alerted him. We know that he is paying this, which has allowed him to know they know. So if it's something that I shouldn't be buying, I'll stop buying it, basically. Um, now, that all went fine. And I then sort of said, look, You've started working now and you're working really hard. I said, but you've just spent the better part of £60 on what you're claiming to be a mistake. I said, what that means is you worked for an entire day. You woke up at 5am to get to work and worked for an entire day for nothing literally zero benefits I said I'm just saying in the grand scheme of things that's quite a, that's quite an error well to these words little dude got furious 
he was like, oh, you're just going on and on and on. You need to drop this. I need you to back off. You need to leave me alone. And I was like, oh. I wasn't even pulling up the point. I was just sort of adding adding some weight to it so that you understand the the magnitude of, of what's happened here. You're just giving me such a hard time. And he really lost his temper. And this has been, there's been sort of three occasions similar to this where I've just sort of added an additional comment, given different thoughts and little dude is not impressed at all um and that journey then turned into a like a debate and an upset over something so stupid and trivial and i being the more emotional character I ended up finding myself in like a um, like a a control battle about the whole thing and I found myself trying to be the voice of reason but also to have the last say as well and I have delivered training, (laughs) I have delivered talks, I have delivered a weekly podcast (laughs) where I talk about all of this and talk about how actually you shouldn't get into these control battles. It does not matter how much we know these things, it doesn't matter how much we're aware of this sort of thing, it's the same as I've said before. You're a human first, and human influences have an effect. Whether we like it or not, they have an effect. Now, I, I know on reflection, I, I made a few errors there. I also know that so did he. <laughs> he's he's 16 now, and he is able to manage that sort of situation a lot better than he now. So I'm not taking full responsibility because he can too. <laughs> I'm not going to lose it all. Um, but what what I was really reflecting on was how the balance can shift so so quickly and before you know it so there will be times when dad will try to talk to little dude about that and he just can't get through and they end up in these arguments and upsets and it just goes horribly, horribly wrong. And then I'm able to come on board and go, right, okay, let me have a go. Um, and I can get through straight away. And you always feel a little bit smug. 
we always love it a little bit. Um, and then, exactly about what's happened over the weekend, I tried to talk about something, and it caused a mass argument. Dad talked about it, and he got through. And now, now we're all these years into it, I'm all good with it. It doesn't bother me. I'm fine with it. Um, and you're able to sort of reflect and go, well, at least one of us could get through. That's a, that's a bonus. But I remember in those early days how, how hurtful it would be if, if that happened. I would say for the first sort of, I would say good year, but probably, probably two, probably the first two years, if one or the other of us was struggling to communicate something to a little dude, and the other one was then able to do it with what would appear to be relative ease, the, the one that struggled would then struggle even more. Because you'd be filled with self-doubt and you'd be constantly questioning yourself, going, well, what did you do that was so blooming different to me? What did you say that was different to what I said? And you doubt yourself, challenge yourself, question yourself, and you're thinking, well, I don't understand, I don't get it, I just don't get it. Well, the true, the true reality is Sometimes just a different voice can make a different impact. Sometimes it can be a complete stranger saying something to you and it makes all the difference in the world. I know with my parents, if I, if I give them a recommendation for anything, and I mean anything, I suggest that they watch something, read something, listen to something, the good chances are they're never going to do it. But if my brother comes along and suggests the exact same thing, they'll probably, they'll probably do it straight away. Doesn't mean that they love him more, they think he's better, they think he's worthy of making better recommendations. It's just a different approach. And that's why he's going to recommend the home that they go to. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, as long as the message is getting in, it doesn't really matter who's delivering it. It doesn't really matter where that message is coming from. It just matters that he's going. And like I say, in, in those early days, that bothered me and I really struggled with it. Now, I'm able to see the benefit of other people doing it. Um, you kind of, you go through a phase of almost thinking that our little ones are picking favorites and I, I, I was thinking to myself, actually, would I, would I have assumed 
that what he was actually saying to me was that dad was his favourite over the weekend because dad was able to get through him. And has been. In the last few weeks, those guys have been getting on really well. They've been bonding. They've been having much more quality time together. And it's been lovely. Is that a reflection that little dude has picked a favourite? No. It's a reflection that at the moment he and his dad are getting on really, really well. And they've got a lot in common and a lot to get on with and about. There isn't a negative connotation to that. It's not that he likes me less. Like spending time with me less. It's none of those things. But, like I say, I was reflecting about those early days and those early years. I'm reflecting how, I guess, how sensitive I was and how many, many adopters are at that point. How sensitive you feel to every aspect of being a parent, every aspect of sort of parent life. And like I say, you, you're, you're sensitive to these things and you, you reach the wrong conclusions very easily and you naturally assume that you've done something wrong when actually you're probably doing everything really, really well and really right. Um, and experience is the only thing that will ever help you feel more confident with that experience is the only thing that can make you go do you know what i'm doing a good job it doesn't matter if they don't tell me that because they won't um it doesn't matter if they don't show me that because they won't and it doesn't matter if they're making it appear that somebody else within your network, even for single adopters. I mean, I imagine it's even harder for single adopters because there will still be people from outside your network or even inside your network that will get through to them and will have those moments with them that you don't have. And you think, oh, so I've, I've done it wrong again. Brilliant. Thanks. No, no, you haven't. You're doing it right because you're... You're raising them in a way where they are able to hear from someone. And they're able to listen to someone. They're able to get on with someone. That's all signs of a great bit of parenting. It doesn't matter that it's not you that they hear that message from. Because you have almost been the communication system for them to be able to hear that message and it's about understanding that about giving yourself credit as well the other thing that I've learned um, which I find really interesting is I was, um, I was reading I was reading a book about um, teenagers brains and one thing that is identified in teenagers is as they grow as their brain is growing essentially it's doubling in size again 
they are then they find it even harder to identify friend and foe they find it even harder to read people's emotions as a result what they have is they have a moment of seeing an attack when it doesn't exist um, you can reflect this um, it's, it's quite easily reflected within behaviors of PTSD um, whereby they are always feeling that they are under threat and they are always under threat of attack now obviously a PTSD is going to be a lot harsher and a lot harder to deal with with teenagers it's that threat of attack but a verbal attack an attack upon themselves or them being wronged so they will assume that you're about to tell them that they've done something wrong now what i read was that they can't read your face anymore and they struggle for a few years to be able to read your face and read what you're saying so when little dude was oh you're having a garden you're just going on it'd been 20 seconds there's no way anyone could have been going on and on and on in 20 seconds um but that's how he saw it he saw it as an attack so what i read was in those moments it's actually better to sit back to back so they don't have to look at you in the eye they can just hear your words another thing and it feels really weird and i feel I feel so strange offering this as advice. But the other idea is to text each other and to communicate via text message about what it is that you're trying to say. Now, the reason that I'm suggesting this is because it removes every aspect of emotion. It takes out all all reasonable doubt takes out all questions of um, emotion it, it takes away your, your tone absolutely everything they can read it and they want to read it and as such it means that they can actually see the message that you're trying to deliver so quite a few times after we've had an upset, or during an upset, I'm like, do you know what? I'll give you some time. And I'm able to send a text of what I'm trying to say, and I watch him respond 7,000 times easier. Now, obviously, that is not the solution to all of the time, because I don't want to move into a world where I can't talk to my son. But I do want to move into a world where he can hear me so yeah that's something that we put in place um from time to time and it does it does seem to do do wonders um so the saga continues but through it all you always try and do things you're always gonna 
work hard to see if you've got another idea to make it a bit better. And that's all you can ever do. To work hard to be your best and to deliver the best. And that's, that's our job. Um, so yeah, from the second favourite, <laughs> this is me saying thank you for listening. Um, and I shall speak to you again next week.